Hi there, and welcome to Chimp Chat, a podcast aimed at helping you get the very best from your MailChimp account, brought to you by those clever chimps at Chimp Answers, a MailChimp Pro partner. MailChimp email marketing is just what we do. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a slightly earlier than advertised uh, Chimp Chats episode. This is episode number 15. And Chimp Chats is where we give you the lowdown on how to get more from your email marketing and from MailChimp, as well as giving you an update on what's going on in the email marketing world and things that you might need to be paying attention to. My name's Robin Adams. I'm the owner of Chimp Answers. We're a specialist MailChimp marketing agency. And I'm going to be joined today by the delightful Marianne Pfeiffer. Now, Marianne is one of the uh, top MailChimp partners out there. Uh, she's someone I met uh, probably about a year or so ago via Slack, and we've had several conversations. And Marianne is very much uh, more focused on the strategy and planning side of things. She works with slightly larger organisations and supports them with their marketing. We had a fantastic conversation about strategy and planning and some of the things that you need to think about before you even get into kind of like playing around with MailChimp and the details. So I hope you're going to find this really, really interesting, the conversation that I had me and Marianne. As ever, if you've got any questions or queries, please put them into the Facebook group. We'll do our best to answer them. Uh, and I will now hand to Marianne. And oh, by the way, Marianne is one of our featured speakers at Chimposing on the 7th and 8th of October. Uh, if you've not heard about this or you're interested in attending, uh, we're now in the early birdie pricing stage. So you can basically get tickets at about 20% off, I think it is. If you're interested, go and visit www.chimposium.com. All the information's there, so you should be able to get everything that you need and hopefully come along. But for now, I'll hand over to the conversation that I had with Marianne earlier this week, and I will catch up with you at the end of the presentation, or the end of the chat, as it were, to uh, wrap up and uh, tell you what's happening next time. So here's my conversation with Marianne. I hope you find it really, really interesting. Uh, I'm joined today by the amazing Marianne Pfeiffer. Hi, Marianne. How are you doing today? Good, Robin. How are you? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. So Marianne's one of our featured speakers at Chimposium, uh, and she's a MailChimp partner and expert and works for her business, which is 108 degrees, 108 degrees marketing, yeah? 108 degrees digital marketing. Ah, digital marketing. There Specialized we go. Well, digital. Okay, instead of me completely messing it up for you, why don't you just briefly <laughs> give people the, 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 the top line intro of who you are and the, the kind of like the type of work you do and the type of people that you work with? Because I know it's very kind of like specific. Well, we're we're a more boutique agency, so um, we are not uh, everybody's cup of tea. We specialize in digital marketing. My team and I have experience. I mean, I'm, I'm like a dinosaur in the internet, you know, space. So, like for me, like I can go back to I've done trade shows and I've done print and I've done fax marketing because yeah. I'm that old. Um, but but today, where my company is at is we we focus on digital marketing. We work with small to mid sized businesses who are looking to. Um, expand their reach and, and get to the next level. So basically, we're not your, usually your first time you've sent an email campaign. We're not the first website you've ever launched. Um, we're at the point where you have some kind of pivot happening in your business or some kind of growth happening. And um, <clears throat> we're the people that you call to, to sort of take you to the next level. So um, we do email, social, uh, website content. Uh, you know, we do we don't build websites ourselves. I have partners that do that, but we work with developing that whole strategy as well as, um, you know, working with search marketing and, and advertising and all of that and brand building is 
probably the core of where it all comes from. Excellent. Yeah. No. <laughs> when you when you talk about that, I was thinking, yeah, you, that that, that fra- you actually used it. You you help people and businesses t- take the next step, going to that you know level up, as it were, mm-hmm. which is quite appropriate because yeah. that's obviously the theme of the symposium event where we're talking about up leveling Mailchimp. Um, and you're obviously one mm-hmm. of the speakers, so we'll t- we'll talk about this a little bit more. But you just want to give people a little tease of the area that you're going to be focusing on at the events. So, so I'm uh, my my particular expertise in my company. Um, we all sort of have our own swim lanes. My expertise is really in sort of the strategy behind things, and so taking the strategy behind why you're sending email and sort of asking those five W's, right? Because the how is MailChimp, but all the five W's leading up to that to figure out the strategy so you can apply that strategy correctly using the tools that MailChimp gives you. So looking at audience segmentation, for example, you have to understand who you're talking to to understand how to use segmentation correctly. Definitely not. And this is one of the valuable things. And what we've tried to do in terms of the plan for the two days is the early part of the day is more of the strategy talk. So you're going to be one of the first people, I think, on day two who are talking a little bit more mm-hmm. about strategy. So people can think about that strategy. And then later on in the day, we'll actually be talking about some of the specific ways of implementing and things that you need to bring. So works together. So to start off with, and, and we've got a certain affinity here because I too am a, a, a phrase, the digital dinosaur, as it were. So, I, yeah, I started my marketing life when the Internet was 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 a, was literally a mere pup. And I think my second job we started to use, I start, built my first ever website in 96, 97, I think it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so how did you how did you end up where you are today? So kind of like what's the very potted history of of, uh, of your story to get into what you're doing now? Okay, so my little once upon a time. Um, so I worked in uh, communications is my background. So I was the traditional Marcom and I worked in you know, a variety of different industries, um, mostly in tech. Um, so I was, I went from tech and I went into sort of the dot-com e-commerce kind of thing for a while. And then 20 years ago, actually this year, I was six months pregnant and I was for the first time in my life, the person that got laid off in the layoffs. I had always been the person that got stuck with the jobs of four other people when everybody got laid off and I was laid off. And if you know anything about tech, you know that women who walk into a job interview six months pregnant do not get hired. Um, so I knew perfectly well that I was going to be on my own for a little while. So I decided to just strike out figuring, well, I'll just consult for a little while and we'll see what happens. Um, fast forward 20 years and three kids later, I'm still doing this. <laughs> um, I have, it used to be just me, but it was a developer in me. And then it was a developer and a writer in me. And now it's nine other people in me. Um, and we are trying to, you know, I'm still serving a lot of the same types of clients, but I'm just kind of able to serve them better and do more. So. It's really funny when I hear people tell the story of how they got started. And obviously we've spoken before about this, but, you know, I I really identify with your story because that was exactly the same for me. I got made redundant. I said, let's start doing some of this marketing consulting and we'll see what happens. And then, yeah, you know, 10, 11, 12 years down the track, yeah. it's like, obviously it's it's worked a bit i'm you know i must know one or two bits <laughs> uh, and obviously with the environment and the economic e- economic swings and and ups and downs i always say mm-hmm. that it's really heartening to see businesses like yours that have have kind of like have it whether the sun's shining or whether it's rainy or whatever the business has mm-hmm. continued to develop and grow and that's got to be a real mm-hmm. 
positive sign for people who come to you because the fact of the matter is because mm -hmm. you've been doing it for a while you obviously know what you're talking about which is what people want first and foremost isn't it yeah i mean it is and and you know it it's so hard and i deal with a lot of um small business owners who are accidental entrepreneurs like us right they're like i never thought this would turn into a thing and now it's a thing and i have to do something with it um and which is exciting right and but scary it's also really really scary and i, I was just looking at um um Emily Ryan had an Instagram post the other day because she's just had her third kid and she was talking about how hard it is and ready to throw in the towel. It's like, we all feel like that. We all have those moments. Um, and having done this for two decades, I've had a lot of those moments. But the, the reward that you get by having your own business and doing things for yourself. And I mean, I always say I'm not really my own boss. My clients are my bosses, but I get to pick them. I get to pick who my bosses are yeah. all the time. And that is all the difference in the world. No, so. no, couldn't agree more. That's that's the best bit and sometimes the worst bit. <laughs> it's definitely the best bit of uh, of uh, of working is that you, you are in control. You get to choose. If you come across yeah. someone that you're just not vibing with and it's not working, you get to say no. You, mm -hmm. you know, you, you've right. got that choice as you have. So, right, so that's how you got into digital marketing. How did mm -hmm. you get into MailChimp? Where Where's the MailChimp story start for you? Okay, so so you know back in the early aughts, right? We had websites, and I was doing email back then because there was really only email. There was no social media. <laughs> Search marketing was still really really new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know there wasn't a lot out there. So so really, when I started my business, it was predominantly you know marketing strategy and websites. And then if people were more advanced, um, we would move them into email. And so I had been sending email marketing since the late nineties. So like when you heard you've got mail, I probably sent some of it. So, um, <laughs> so, um, so, so it was, it was a very natural transition for me to bring MailChimp into the business at that time. And I want to say I started using it. I'd have to go back to MailChimp support and ask them to look when my login was first created. I know I've been paying for MailChimp because I can see my billing record. I've been paying for MailChimp since 2010. I am sure I was using the free version for at least a couple of years before that. Uh, but but I was using it for everyone, right? So I was setting up clients on whichever platform. So I had accounts with every single, you know, yeah. vendor that was out there. Because back in that day, in 2007, 2008, you know, MailChimp was not like the 800 pound primate in the space, right? They were just one of many providers. But over time, I think I gravitated more towards MailChimp than to some of the others because it was extremely usable. Um, its pricing was really affordable. Uh, and I really liked the features. I think sort of on the background side, coming from sort of a tech background, I could tell that they were really paying attention to things like, you know, the respect for the domain and the respect for the inbox and integrity of your list. And I knew that in the long run, that made a difference in the deliverability of your email and the likelihood of getting opens and clicks. So if I wanted results for my clients, I needed the best possible provider out there. And nine times out of 10, that was MailChimp back in that day. And, and honestly, like they've still maintained that. That's really like the foundational core, I think, of, of what they do is making sure that deliverability you know, do domain authentication, like all the stuff that, that you and I know as professionals are really required for a business to have a successful email campaign at the base level. They, they kind of bake that into how their accounts are set up and how you use them. So. No, couldn't agree more. It's one of the things I speak to people when they come to me about GDPR or privacy or whatever. Mm -hmm. One of the things I always spin back is that 
if you're being ethical and above board with what you're doing from an email marketing, mm-hmm. you're automatically going to be, you know, meeting the requirements for GDPR mm-hmm. and privacy just because you're doing things the right way and you're treating people with with respect. And that's certainly something that I know has come through from a MailChimp point of view. So in terms of MailChimp, yeah. what's the thing that you today, and obviously it changes, mm-hmm. right? what's the thing today that you love the most about MailChimp? Um, anything. I would say, okay, I think for me, with the job that I do for my clients, I think the fact that they are so easily integrated with other systems, the plug and play aspect of MailChimp, right? So whether I'm using, you know, Salesforce or uh, some other kind of CRM or whether I'm trying to hook up something with e-commerce or whatever, whatever I'm trying to make MailChimp work with for my clients, MailChimp always works. And it's funny because I work with a lot of clients who... You know, they'll bring me in because they're working on a huge integration, right? They're like, they're changing all their core software. They're changing their CRM. And and they'll be like, but we want to keep MailChimp and we want to make sure MailChimp will work with everything. And so I am there to be like the MailChimp guardian and make sure that it plugs and plays with all the other stuff because it's this one piece of software everybody knows works and it will work with so many different systems. So that I think is my favorite thing because it allows my clients to maintain the integrity of their email program. So regardless of other core software changes, they can keep doing what they need to do. They have historical data. They don't have to retrain staff and they will work with whatever everybody else wants to do, whether it's customer service or sales or accounting. Yeah. One of the joys of MailChimp is that because it's been around for such a long time, when when you come to other tools that looking to integrate, Mm It's like, well, we'll do MailChimp first. We'll do all these others down the track. Yeah. But MailChimp, you know, I've got a number of CRM systems that I've yeah. been working with with clients. And, yeah. and MailChimp's the only thing. They're going to develop other tools and other bits and pieces. MailChimp's yeah. the only thing that they natively integrate with at that time. And I right. think that obviously is, is a big plus. Okay, let's flip it around because we are okay. we are transparent in our our, our, mm-hmm. our relationships <laughs> with MailChimp. And, and like any good relationship, there is moments where you think it's the best thing ever and moments where let's say it doesn't necessarily tick the boxes. So what's the thing that kind of like the, the moment is getting you a little bit uh, grr about MailChimp? So, and this is no secret. I tell the MailChimp support staff this all the time. So this is not going to be any news to them. Um, you know, MailChimp is very, very deep and rich in the email capabilities of their software. They are less deep and rich in some of the other aspects of their offerings. So um, so I'll take, for example, landing pages, which I love and I use a lot with yeah, my clients, but, but they could do so much more with that. You know, the type of data that I could get out of landing pages, the ability to integrate more or like, you know, pop-ups, like why can I only make one pop-up per list? I want multiple pop-ups I can use in many places. Like I look at other software providers that provide landing page type integrations, right? Like people that need that independently. Yeah. And I go, MailChimp could so do what they do and they don't. Um, so so every time they give me like a light feature, you know, I'm like, oh, here comes websites light, you know? Like it's good and it's okay. If you are at ground zero and you just yeah. need something up there, it's good. Um, but for my clients who are looking to sort of level up, yeah. it just lacks, you know, the depth that the, that the mail software part of it really does have so yeah no couldn't, couldn't I agree want them with to you. Be everything yeah yeah and this is the <laughs> thing and i think this is one of the things that you know the fact of the matter is that to be honest you and me even though we are heavy mailchimp users we're probably not the typical mm-hmm. mailchimp user 
and, and as a consequence, this is where, you know, kind of like for us, our frustrations, because we do go deep, is that when our desire mm -hmm. to go deep isn't reflected by the tools and the technologies on their side, we get frustrated. Mm -hmm. Whereas the fact is the average mm -hmm. MailChimp user probably doesn't necessarily need some of the things that we want in those areas. So they're happy with a, a landing page that's, you know, providing basic functionality. They're happy with mm -hmm. the, the new stores and the appointments and, and the website side of things. Mm -hmm. They're a great place to start. But yeah, uh, if you want to take that next level, and this is one of the things that I know that pretty much most of the partner community is continually banging mm -hmm. back is the fact that I know you want to go broad MailChimp, but can you go mm -hmm. a little bit deeper on some of the things? Like basic stuff right. like landing pages. Why can't you, mm -hmm. why don't we have templates? That's the thing right. that you've got to create a landing page, not publish it. Uh, why and then can't I create variants? I want, I want to have A-B split testing on a landing page, just like I do with email. And I guess here's my problem is that it's because I know MailChimp can do it well. Yes. Right, because I see how well they do email. And so I know that they could, if they put that same amount of effort into this feature or that feature, we would get so much more out of it than any other provider that's out there. It also is very resource intensive. So, I mean, I guess I don't want them taking resources off of email. Stay there, but also <laughs> do all these other things. <laughs> no, no, no that, that, it is one of those things where it's kind of like, it's it, when, when you're trying to be all things to all men, you cut, you know, kind of yeah. like you're all, there's going to be certain things that you miss out. So no, couldn't agree. We still love MailChimp. We're not saying that we don't but like any relationship. Yeah. You've got to have a healthy degree of communication. And when things don't meet mm -hmm. what you want, you've got to be comfortable being able to right. say that. But just a reminder, everybody, right. this is a pro MailChimp podcast. So. <laughs> right. Okay. And in terms of, uh, I always ask this question because uh, it's something, it's a little bit different from the love hate. What do you think mm -hmm. is the one misconception that some of the people that you speak to, who, when you say, oh, we work with MailChimp, mm -hmm. and they some, say something, mm -hmm. you're like, going, well, that's not actually true. What's the one mis misconception that you want to kind of like uh, batter and, and knock down about MailChimp? Well, I mean, it, the misconception that I see with my client base is that I tend to work with, like I said, slightly more evolved businesses, right? Yeah. So they're looking for the next level. So a lot of them think that they have to not use MailChimp. They're like, do, do we have to lose MailChimp? They're really worried about that because they don't know how much it can grow with them, right? Um, or they think that MailChimp can do more than what it can do Say in terms of... Um, uh, you know, like the CRM aspect of it. Yes. Like it is a marketing CRM. It has marketing data yep. based on emails, automation campaigns. It is not a CRM for your sales team, right? right. So, so I guess, I guess this, this all in one aspect is probably the, the biggest misconception because people don't really understand what it means. They, they either think that it means MailChimp can't get bigger. I work with businesses that have lists of a hundred thousand people. Okay. Yeah. Like, they, they can go very, very big if you need Definitely. them to okay? and manage a lot of stuff and manage a lot of segmentation and automation, all of that, um, you know, but they they don't really know what all in one means. So they either think that it's not enough or it's too much. Right. And so I think that the the clarity of messaging is is something that I have to go, OK, so what is it exactly you want to apply? How do you want to use this software? What's your application? And that's my job to tell them, yes, it will do this. No, it won't do that. So yes, it can handle your list of 50,000 people, but no, we're probably going to have to use a different CRM for your sales team, your customer Understood. service team in order to be able to interact with that data. 
Yeah, no, finding so. that right balance, it's, you know, it's, it's the Goldilocks principle. Not too much, not too little, just right. And I think, yeah, there are a lot of people who are out there who think MailChimp can't do this, 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 and it can. But conversely, mm -hmm. there are people who go, well, if it can do that, it can do this, this, this. And it's like, well, actually, no. So, you, so, you, so that framing of where MailChimp actually sits in their overall, you know, stack of tools, as it were, is, yeah. is, is really yeah. important. So cool. Right. Okay. So, right. We'll, we'll now broaden it. Now we've done our love for MailChimp, as it were. We'll broaden it <laughs> a little bit. Um, what, in your experience, is the most common mistake that people make when it comes to email marketing? So not MailChimp. Okay, this is going to sound, this. in general, yeah. it's going to sound really self-serving, and I don't mean it in a self-serving way <laughs> at all. But I think the most common mistake is they think, it's like social media, I see the same thing. Everybody thinks they can do it themselves or hire their teenage kid to do it, right? Um, and really and truly, email is something that is part of your professional business communications and should be treated as such. So if you are not a professional communicator, if that's not what you do for yeah. a living, then you need to consult with somebody who does do this for a living because you need to understand where email belongs in your program, like yeah. in your overall communications program, how you should be using it, what types you should be using, what platforms make the most sense for you. You really should... And I, I, it's funny because I, I see this a lot with businesses that come to me that are service-based businesses and they, you know, they go, they try to set everything up themselves. They did a terrible job and they're coming to me to fix it. And I'm like, listen, you sell personal training. When somebody buys, you know, $3,000 worth of gym equipment and puts it in their basement and then hurts themselves and comes to you, what's the first thing you say to them? You really should have consulted a professional before you jumped into this, yeah. <laughs> right? It's the same thing, right? So I'm not saying you've got to hire Robin to like set everything yeah. up soup to nuts and run it, you know, from day one. I'm saying you need a meeting with him, At you know. Least. And and the thing is, I find I th I find that Mailchimp experts are extremely accessible, and we all have some sort of like consult audit type of service that will provide that's low cost and affordable. But it gets you off on the right foot. It makes sure that you're using email for the right thing and with the right audience with the right message. Totally. I, so. it, it's funny when, whenever I people kind of like, you know, like a number of experts out there, people basically buy me for an hour or two hours as it were. And actually, <laughs> at the moment, a lot of them do it for one to one training. So they come to me and they go, oh, I don't know how to do this or that. Ten minutes into the call, that is not the problem that they need solving. <laughs> it's actually that taking a step back and it's like, all right, OK, so I know you want to segment and now you want to do this and that. And we'll come to that later in the call. But it's fairly clear that you haven't even got a clue what you're doing to start off with and how it fits together. So let's get some strategy exactly. structure in place. And then right. we can get into the how you do that from a detailed point of view. People spend mm -hmm. so much time. And again, it's it's this is the, the, the dare I say, the double-edged sword of, of having the accessibility mm -hmm. that, that MailChimp has got is that so many people mm -hmm. go into MailChimp and because it's the freemium model, so you can do lots and lots of things at the free level. Yeah. Um, it's right. like, well, if they can, you know, if that's the case, then well, why do I need to pay anyone else? Because it's free. I should be able to know how to do it. And yeah, for those people, certainly for those people that you're working with, a lot of people that I get to, they reach a certain mm -hmm. point of expertise, knowledge and confidence. But then taking mm -hmm. that next step up, they're thinking, well, actually, if I know the technology and what to do there, I can do the other mm -hmm. bit. When in actual fact, it's the other yeah. way around. You want to be do the planning mm -hmm. and structuring, take it to the next level, and have someone else worry about the actual technology and how it's going to happen. Right. Uh, and that's where a right. lot of the sites are. So couldn't agree more. 
All right, so a couple of, again, similar questions that I've done in previous interviews, but it's great because all of your answers are completely different to everyone else's. And that doesn't mean to say you're right or wrong. We've all got our own perceptions. So mm -hmm. if I came to you, and this is probably not your typical type of customer, but I came to you mm -hmm. and I've never done email marketing before, but I'm pretty confident that email marketing is something that my business would mm -hmm. benefit from. What would be the mm -hmm. first couple of things that you would say to me to get me on the right track? I mean, I, I guess I, that's hard because I don't have a lot of those customers, but um, when I, I don't, I mean, that's just not who I usually work with, which is totally fine. Like, you know, but I know there, you know, everybody starts somewhere. Um, so, so, but I do get people who will come to me who are like friends of friends or friends of business associates. They're like, ah, I'm trying to figure this out. Yeah. I mean, I go back to, you know, who are you talking to and what do you need to say to them and why do they care? Right. So, so first answer those questions for me. Right. Cause if you're in business, yes, email is what you should be using. Like, unless you're selling to like 12 year olds who use TikTok. Okay. E email is a very viable and, and important form of communication, but we got to start with, with, you know, who you're going to send it to and why they care. That's where I start. And then I start to say, okay, well, this is maybe the right tool that you need, or this is a concept you should be thinking about. And, you know, yeah. because they go, oh, how often should I send email? Well, that depends. Well, when, what time should I send the email? Well, that depends. Uh, like everything depends. What does it depend on? Who you're talking to, what you want to tell them and why they care. Yeah. No, no, no. It's those so, fundamentals. You know, I, when people come to me, mm -hmm. my, it's almost like, how do I do email marketing? And I go, well, remove the words email. Concentrate yeah. on marketing as a concept and communicating mm -hmm. who your audience is, mm -hmm. why they should pay attention to you, all that type mm -hmm. of stuff. Then once you've got that, mm -hmm. you've got a strategy that, that you, then you can decide which tool or which avenue you're going to actually use mm -hmm. to do that. And, and like you mm -hmm. say, it's it's very easy when people people can dive into the nitty gritty. And the problem with, again, a tool like MailChimp, it's so accessible and easy that people have a tendency to mm. dive in before they've actually asked yeah. those fundamental questions. And, and the fact is, if you ain't got those fundamental questions answered, it's not going to work right. whatever you do. So, no, no, agree no. completely. No. All right, this one is more in your, definitely more in your thing. Okay, okay. so I come to you and I've been doing email marketing for a couple of years. And I really want to take it to the next level. So what would you say to someone mm -hmm. who came to you uh, and said, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm good, but I want to be better. How can I really, what are the things that you've <laughs> spotted that they can be doing better to take it to that next level? Okay. I'm going to start with the same three questions. Who are you emailing? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to say? Why do they care? Because really that's when I look at people who are starting out, why they don't start out right is because they can't answer those questions. And when I look at people who have been doing it for a while and aren't really getting the results they want, it's usually because of the answers. <laughs> they're, they're not answering one of those questions. They know who they're talking to. Yeah. And most of the time they know what they want to say. It's the third question, the why do they care? Yeah. They don't necessarily have that answer because why they care really dictates what you should be saying, how you should be saying it, what kind of responses you'll receive, right? And if you start to look at your metrics of opens and clicks and where people are going and the behavior that you get, that last question, why do they care? Not why you want to send it. Yeah. Not why you think it's important, but as you said before, you are not your audience. Yeah. So why do they care? And, and answering that is really, 
that gets into like the, the real dissection of, okay, now that we know why they care, now we're going to sort of restructure your program around the things they care about, whether those are their pain points, whether those are their inspirational moments, whatever it is, um, to, to get them to take an action and to get them to engage with you. I think my, my biggest beef is that people look at email as a way to push their messages out in people's faces. And that is absolutely not what it should be. No. It should be engagement. Yeah. And, and this is, like I said, you know, you speak to someone who's hands-on with MailChimp all the time. They're mm -hmm. going to be talking about giving a completely different answer to what you've just said. Mm -hmm. You've kind of like, you're taking that, you know, without sounding uh, stereotypically uh, businessy, as it were, um, <laughs> the, the helicopter view of the, the overall thing and what mm -hmm. they're trying to do. But, what you, but a couple of things that you said there, it's going to that next level. So it's not just sending an email, it's understanding who's opened, who's clicked, who's engaged, how mm -hmm. have they reacted, uh, you know, taking the mm -hmm. segmentation down one step further. So instead of just speaking to mm -hmm. two groups of people, you're speaking to three or four groups and you can start being more targeted mm -hmm. from that point of view. But it all comes from that those core questions of who you're speaking to, why should they be paying, you know, paying attention? What, you know, what do you want to say? So combining mm -hmm. those thing, things into kind of like specific answers that makes a, a huge amount of difference, as it were. All right. So it really does. Yeah. So, right. Okay. So obviously this is quite good because we've got a nice theme through today of, of, of the three questions <laughs> and understanding. And I'm pro we're probably going to turn around and I've got another question, which I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say to the answer to this. Okay. <laughs> but but let's let's focus a little bit and give people a little bit of an insight into what you're going to be talking okay. about in symposium. All right. So okay. when you talk strategy, when you're talking about the top line strategy, um, what are the kind of like, what would you say are the, a couple of things that people would need to pay attention to over and above what we've talked about already mm -hmm. um, that you're going to mm -hmm. kind of, that, that you're probably going to be touching on in your presentation about your overall email strategy? Give people a sure. little so, tease. So little, little tease, little tease. So, um, you know, I wish I said I go to my presentation and have it all written and tell you what it is, but I haven't gotten that far yet because we have a few weeks. So, um, <laughs> and I really want to make sure everything is, you know, up to date. And oh, definitely. Um, but, 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 um, but, you know, so I'm going to talk at the high level of the strategy of these questions, right? But then I'm going to take that and apply it to the tactical side of, you know, so as we talked about, like, who are you talking to, right? So who you're talking to gets into how you use your audience. And, and so I'm going to take that, the broad question and ask a lot of broad questions to help people sort of narrow down their focus. Yeah. And I'll try to give some examples as I can to help them see where I'm going and then say, all right, well, now that I have this meaningful piece of data and I understand this about my audience, how do I translate that into something in MailChimp that I can use to target my messaging to that person? Right. And really customize that messaging. Um, when I talk about like goals, like, you know, you have to understand what you're trying to set for goals and you have to make those goals measurable because otherwise you're doing all this for naught. Like you've got to understand what you're trying to get to. So, so I'm going to say, all right, let's talk about your goals. Let's talk about what you're trying to get to. And now let's look at where you would see that in MailChimp and how you'd use the tools in MailChimp to measure that type of information and see if you're making progress towards your goals. Um, so really that's what I'm, I'm going to be doing is sort of taking strategy and putting tactical application to strategy. Cool. And that's what everybody wants to some extent. I'm quite looking yeah. forward to it, yeah. looking forward to it because <laughs> it's that you've got people who can talk big picture at the top the strategy mm -hmm. and then you've got the people mm -hmm. who are very good at the implementing at the bottom 
but the people who make mm -hmm. the difference, people who kind of like can really help or the people who can connect the two together, who can see the strategy mm -hmm. and the planning and then being able to apply it and say, well, that means this mm -hmm. at this level or this means right. this. And, and there, there's right. so few people out there, especially when we're talking about MailChimp. And, you know, one of the things that I love about this event is that it is we are independent. We are not yeah, MailChimp. Mm -hmm. We're in discussions with MailChimp to get some more involvement mm -hmm. from them. But it's not a MailChimp led event. It's a partner led event. These are the people who are using yeah. MailChimp on a on a daily basis and actually having to apply it. And I think that's one of the right. you know, I've seen some other conferences that uh, are in, uh, over the next few months that got, you know, big headline speakers like, you know, Oprah Winfrey or Snoop Dogg or, or whatever. And I'm going, that's great. And I'd love to listen to Snoop Dogg talk for about half an hour, 45 minutes since this, that and the other. But I need to know how to create a specific segment in MailChimp. And Snoop Dogg ain't going to know that. You know, Arnie is not going to be able to do that. And I think that's one of the key things that's going to set this apart from a lot of theirs is the fact that, yes, you will get that understanding of the strategy in some mm -hmm. of the talks we talk about. But it's also mm -hmm. the nitty gritty of the, well, this means at this level. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I think that ability yeah. to translate is going to, you know, make the, the whole thing work really, really nicely. So, no, really looking forward to I, I agree. To that. Really I agree. And I'm actually looking forward to, to hear the other speakers speak. I, I get a ticket, right? Like if I'm speaking, oh, yeah, yeah. I get to Because, you know, all the people who are speaking, I know a lot of them. There's a couple that I just know through the MailChimp Slack channel. I haven't had a chance yeah. to chat with them. But I know, you know, like Alessandra knows more about automation than I think anyone at MailChimp will ever know. Like she's just so, so good at it. So I am looking forward as a speaker to going to hear the other speakers because I know that the areas that they're talking about, they have more in-depth knowledge than what I have because we all do different things. So so how we apply MailChimp is different and you, you know what you know because this is what you do all day long. So hearing how somebody else does their job with your tool, right, exactly, yeah, blinders, um, you know? It's it's that that idea that like I can go listen to I'm gonna learn. There was some Slack channel discussion we had the other day, and Alessandra was like, "Oh, this is what you do," and she had this like long discourse. I was like, "Oh, I never would have thought of doing that," you know, just because because she uses it, the tool differently than than you or I do, so she has a different perspective. So I'm excited about that. So I mean, to tell anybody like it's not it's not just for newbies. Like certainly oh. if you're new at MailChimp, there'll be a lot there for you to learn. It'll probably be like drinking from a fire hose. Yep. But, you know, even if you're experienced, there's going to be a lot to learn there, which I'm excited for. So yeah, it's, it's, it's funny you should say that. I've got uh, I've got a, a doing an interview with Alessandra in, in a couple of weeks' time, and I'm really worried that we're just going to disappear into into MailChimp automation speak. And it's kind of like 10 <laughs> minutes, you know, ten, after 10 minutes, we'll, I'll look at the watch and go, we should get back to the kind of like stuff that most people will understand yeah. now. <laughs> so, <laughs> now looking for it, and that's, that, that's, but that's the great thing is that because, and this is one of the things that, you know, that Simon a couple of weeks ago was talking about this, the thing he loved about MailChimp is that he's talked about the partner channel. Mm -hmm. and, and the great thing about the partner channel is that, you know, kind of like we've met through the channel. We've got lots of other, and all of the speakers are people who, mm -hmm come forward and we've had conversation with mm -hmm. the partner but we all do think we, we MailChimp is a tool we all use but we all use mm -hmm. it differently we've all got our mm -hmm. well we do it this way I mean I was speaking to you know Lindsay Carroll from Outbox last week and we were talking about forms tools that you use to integrate mm. with MailChimp and sure. her response to my question of what's your favorite tool I was like 
I would never have thought of doing it that way. And and I'm, you know, kind of like, I'd do it a completely different way. It's like, oh, I've not thought about that before. And I think that's the joy <laughs> of the fact. It doesn't matter what level you are at MailChimp, speaking to people who use it every day and know how far, far you can push it um, and, and, and push it to that level regularly, it doesn't matter whether you're starting out or you're kind of like taking things to the next level, you are going to get a huge amount out. So I'm really looking forward to that. Right, the last expert question I, I can offer before we go into our quickfire round. What mm -hmm. separates the people who are good and are successful at email marketing and MailChimp compared to everyone mm -hmm. else? Oh, there's a, that is the entire symposium. I'm sorry, there, there's not a single <laughs> answer to that. <laughs> that is, um, it, it's everything. It's it's how you think about it from a top-down perspective, from like a strategy, like having a strategy, not having a strategy. Yeah. Understanding how a tool works, not understanding how a tool works. Um, knowing your list, and you know, I. I have clients who have very teeny tiny lists, lists that some people would say, why do they hire a professional marketer to send out to that list? And I say, because they want results, because their list might be less than 500 people, but those 500 people are the top 500 buyers in their industry. And every click is dollars. So um, so knowing your list, knowing how to motivate them, know how to, how to, to work, with what you have and how to grow it like i don't there's not like a single answer to that that's that's <laughs> I, I, I knew i knew as soon as i was asking that question i got i'm not going to get an answer to this but because that like you say there are it, so it many depends. different things yeah. and it depends on you know it comes from our perception our perception right. so my perception of what's the the thing that separates the the wheat from the chaff the good from the bad it's going to be based mm -hmm. on my experience which is completely different for you and, mm -hmm. and there is no like I, say, I always say these types of things, there's no right or wrong answer. There's just good mm -hmm. advice and experience that we can bring to the table. So, uh, so yeah, no. So basically, but having a strategy, that's a really, really good step in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Let's Before we give you a chance to have a rant, which we always let people have, uh, let's go through some random questions just to kind of like get okay. to know Marianne a little bit more. Um, all right, start. Um, Mac or PC? Oh, you can't see in this view, but right there is a Mac Plus circa 1986, which was the very first computer I ever worked on. I told you I was a dinosaur. Um, so it's not even a question. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, favorite food? All. Uh, chocolate. <laughs> All right. Uh, cooking or takeout? Oh, takeout. Really? Oh, have you said that? Yeah, I kind of cook. like, yeah, there's a difference between me me, me living with my wife and a cat and you having three kids. Yeah, I, I go, oh, I love cooking. Yeah. You're going, I've got three kids. I haven't got time to cook. I haven't cooked in years. years. <laughs> Luckily, you know, our grill is really right, quite close to the door. So in the wintertime, we don't have to shovel too far. So my husband can get out there to grill the meat. Otherwise, you know, it'd be cereal every night. Okay. Uh, guilty pleasure. Uh, probably too much Netflix. That's, you know, when I have the opportunity, it's just on all the time. Okay. And on that, on that theme, uh, favorite, uh, comedy program. Um, you know, I don't watch a lot of comedy, so. Okay. Well, we'll expand it. Favorite, favorite I mean, Netflix I like, show. 
Uh, okay, right now, you don't laugh. Right now, I am prom watching for the third time around Downton Abbey again. I don't know why. It's just comforting. It, you know, it's... <laughs> I really like the people who doesn't like Maggie Smith. She's like the best character ever. <laughs> there you go. Downton Abbey. What can I say to that? Uh, favorite film? I, um, you know, I consume so much. I don't think I have a single favorite. Probably Star Wars franchise, but definitely not the prequels or the sequels. Like definite core franchise. Core, 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 hardcore, hardcore the originals. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, Empire Strikes Back. If I have to pick one, I'm going to go Empire. So... Okay. Um, favorite tool to capture people's details on a website? So form tool, landing page tool or whatever. Probably Unbounce um, because I can do a lot with it, which I wish MailChimp could do. I used to be, a, I, I, I've stepped away from Unbounce a couple of years ago, but I used it for a couple of years myself and really liked its flexibility. Yeah. It's a really, for yeah. that type of front end data capture, landing page yeah. creation, it's, yeah, it's it's incredibly flexible, and it's on I too have easy. Galaxy. It's quick. It's variants. It plugs and plays with everything nicely. You get the Zapier hooked up. It goes all the data goes everywhere you want it to go. It just it makes my life easier. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Right, okay. So that ends the the brief quick fire round. So, uh, Downton <laughs> Abbey, chocolate, and not cooking. Uh, that's what I took. <laughs> right, okay. So. All right. You now have an opportunity to get on your soapbox and preach, okay. okay? We all have our touchstones. We all have our things that really get our goat or, oh, I can't believe I'm having to say this again, but, and you still say it. So, mm -hmm. right, so basically you've got a couple of minutes now to get on your soapbox and, and speak to the people who listen and, and, and watch this uh, and give them some words of wisdom okay. of something that that they're that you're going why are you still doing this go for it okay so the the pet peeve that i have with email that people come to me with is you hear people say we're going to send an email blast today right we're, gonna, we're just get a blast out to the list get it out quick right the idea first of all who wants to be blasted at it does not sound fun at all okay i don't want something blasted at me nor does your audience, okay? What you are sending with email is a one-to-one -one communication between you and that person. Now, you might be sending 10,000 one-to-one communications at one time, but to the person who receives it, they are not a blast and they are not, they are not a 10,000 person. They are one person and they are giving you the privilege of having a one-to-one -one conversation in their inbox. Please treat it with that much respect. So respect the name that you're putting on your list, the interest that they have in your product or services or, or organization that they're trying to support, the interest they have in the message that you're sending, and respect their time. Now, some people will want to read a, you know, 4,000 word, you know, dissertation, and that's okay if that's what your audience likes. But if they don't, don't put them through that. Otherwise, they're just not going to read it. So I guess it's respect for the inbox is my soapbox piece. And and I'll, I'll give my own plug in the fact that I, I wrote a book about this because it peeps me so much. <laughs> so um, And it comes out tomorrow, actually, on Amazon. It's called Precision Email. And it's about, uh, it's called seven, engage, seven Engagement Strategies, Seven Lessons in Engagement Strategy. Because I really believe that the one thing I have taught my clients over the years 
is that email is something to engage your audience with. It's something to make them understand you and learn from you and respect you and build a relationship with. Now, you may also foster that relationship in social media conversations. You may foster that relationship at in-person events. But email is the thing that lands in their inbox, on their phone, on their laptop, on a regular basis. And if you treat that with respect and you um, build, use that to build engagement, you will not just build customers, you will build brand advocates. You will build people who truly care about what you offer and how you offer it. So I tell stories of my experience doing that, the good, the bad, and the ugly um, in the book. So people are welcome to read that. And it is, you know, it is anonymized so that no clients need to be unduly embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, you, you've you've done what quite a few of others of us want to do, which is actually go to the extent of writing your book, as it were. So, so it's very inspirational to know that 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 you can still run your business and do all these bits and pieces, and have time to run a book, uh, and in your case, manage a family of three kids and nine staff, and 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 still contribute <laughs> as you do to all the various things that you do. Uh, so, in well, terms sleep's of kind of elusive, Robin. So. <laughs> Okay, so in terms of how people, so first of all, we talked about box. So how, just repeat, how can people get get a copy of the book? What's it called? And again, is it just going to be out on Amazon yet? It's out on Amazon tomorrow. It is called uh, Precision Email, Seven Lessons in Engagement Strategy. You can look under my name, Marianne Pfeiffer, if you can spell that. Good luck to you. Um, and you might just look for Precision Email. That's probably going to be easier to find. Cool, cool, cool. So yeah, by the time people listen to it, that will be well established and entrenched out there. So go and have a look for Precision Email. It's certainly... Uh, something that I will be digging and having a read through because I've always valued my conversations with Mary and she really knows her stuff and uh, and because of the way she's taken to her business uh, and you know obviously she knows what she's talking about because she's been doing this for such a long time all right so apart from the book how can people get in contact with if they want to learn more about you and 108 degrees digital marketing well, we have a website, of course, which is 108degrees.com, number one, number zero, number eight, and then degrees with an S.com. Or you can look for us on social media under 108degrees, um, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on uh, Twitter. It's under me, so it's 108degreesmktg. Um, we're also on Instagram. I have a social media team who is awesome, so they may have put me on other channels that I don't <laughs> know about. Um, there could be more coming. I'd say start at the website and work out from there. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, really just want to say thank you for being, being very generous of your time today and also all of your experience and knowledge. I know I've picked up a couple of bits and pieces and reinforced a couple of things as well, but I, I love having conversations with you. They're always entertaining and energetic. And uh, and I think there's a phrase now in the Slack channel of have you been Mary Ann? So uh, everyone, <laughs> everyone listening to this now, you've had the experience of Mary Ann. And, and I hope you got as much as that from I do. But really appreciate your time today. Uh, obviously, we'll be uh, conversing again between now and the symposium. But for those of you out there, who, if you want to get the the pure Mariana experience, unadulterated, uninterrupted by myself, then make sure that you get along to chimposium.com and sort yourself a ticket out for what's going to be the, the MailChimp event of the year, as far as I'm concerned. So uh, look forward to that. I agree. So, thanks very much, Marianne. Really appreciate your time. And I hope to catch up with you very soon indeed. Thanks, Robin. Take care. I hope you found that session really, really useful. Um, I love chatting to Marianne. She's got a lot of passion and a lot of knowledge about digital marketing. 
and to be quite frank spending half an hour an hour in her company just talking about the various things that you can do with MailChimp email marketing and and the broader sense of email marketing in terms of strategy and planning which obviously we discussed quite extensively during the interview um, is something I think you know anyone can benefit from so I found, hope you found that really useful as ever, if you're interested in basically coming along to the Chimposium, uh, you can get tickets, you can visit chimposium.com uh, and basically if you go there, we're currently at early bird pricing, so the um, uh, pricing I think at the moment, if you get it before the towards the end of September, the pricing is $129 for a live ticket and $249 for a live and full set of recordings tickets. So go along there. And obviously Marianne mentioned her book. If you go onto Amazon and search for Precision Email Lessons Engagement Strategy, uh, I'll be putting a link into the Facebook feed for this so people can actually look at it. But just have a look for Precision Emails. Look at look up for Marianne Pfeiffer uh, as the author. You'll be able to get hold of that and I guarantee that there's going to be some fantastic stuff involved in that. But for now, just want to say thanks as ever for watching and listening wherever you are. I hope you found it really, really useful. We'll be continuing our um, podcasts, as it were, with interviews. Uh, next week, we are going to be meeting with David Sandell, who is another MailChimp partner. I've actually never spoken to David directly in person, so it's going to be interesting. I know David's very hot on the e-commerce side, and he's also more of a, um, well, he's got more of an interest uh, uh, and knowledge in, in the whole APIs and development side of things. He's a bit more geeky than I am. Uh, not that we're going to geek out in the session. Uh, he's still an extremely knowledgeable person about email marketing as a whole. So hopefully you're going to find that really useful. Again, that video is probably going to come out on Friday lunchtime, UK time. Uh, so if you're in the Facebook group and you want to watch that live, that would be fantastic. But for now, Thank you very much for watching and listening wherever are. You can obviously pick up with this on uh, podcasts on Spotify and on um, uh, Google Podcasts. Uh, you can obviously catch up with this directly on our YouTube channel. So just basically search Chimpanzas and you'll see the video there. And for those of you who are uh, on uh, want to see it on our website, if you go and visit our blog, it's a regularly updated blog, so you'll be able to go there and watch the video as well. Uh, so, thanks very much for watching and listening wherever you are. Uh, I hope you fantastic, have a fantastic week. Uh, if you haven't got your Chimposium tickets yet, uh, go and have a look at the website and learn about that. And we'll catch up with you next week for more interesting MailChimp chatter and knowledge to help you get more from your email marketing. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening and if you found this podcast really helpful then here's what you can do next to broaden your understanding of MailChimp. You can join our free Facebook group, it's the biggest MailChimp support group in the world. Just search MailChimp Answers on Facebook. You can take our free MailChimp Medical to find out the health of your MailChimp account and what you can do to improve it. Just visit chimpanzas.com and follow the prompts. And of course you can get in touch with us. If you like one-to-one -one support, advice, tips or whatever, just visit chimpanzas.com which also has got one of the largest resources of MailChimp blogs and advice available out there to get the information that you need. Thanks again and we'll see you very soon.